Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Find Your Voice podcast. This is episode number one, and today I want to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about my story and my background. My name is Freya Casey. I'm actually a professional singer and vocal coach. Um, there's so much more to it. I will get to the story a little bit later. I am a YouTuber. You could say I'm an influencer. I have a YouTube channel that has grown quite nicely. Uh, currently, as I am speaking in October 2022, I have 220,000 um, subscribers to my channel. It's all about singing technique and just anything that pertains to singing. However, I am very passionate about a lot of other things in life, and that's what I am dedicating this podcast to. Among other things, I have really dived deep into self-development in the past few years. So I was born and raised in Germany and uh, was born into a musical slash entrepreneurial family. Both of my parents were musicians. I was practically raised in studios and orchestra pits and um, backstage. And that was normal for me. I was surrounded by a bunch of celebrities uh, in Germany here. And also my parents had a business. My dad had this dream of being a potter. Everyone said you cannot do that, but he did it anyway. And they were quite successful. My mom actually still runs the business. My dad passed away many years ago. Um, and it's a very successful business. So my dad already showed me, if you want to do something, you can. And I was raised already in that way that there are no limits as to how far you can go as long as you put in the work. So I saw that my parents made pretty good money. Um, they also had gigs and they were successful in the sense of like what everyone would call success, right? However, my dad had this huge problem. He had a big alcohol problem. He pretty much was drunk every single day. And he had these two different personalities. When he was sober, he was this amazing dad who taught me a bunch of stuff who was just really cool and um, a great role model, actually. However, when he drank alcohol, which was every single day, he started drinking beer early in the morning already and um, stopped. Um, he didn't stop until it was like too much and he fell asleep or something. When he drank, he was just the most hateful person in the world and what I kind of learned was that I had to watch him and my survival strategy was to always know what he was thinking and what he was going to do next. And I was the one who was really good at reading him. So I know I always knew what triggered him and what would appease him. So I would always be on the lookout. It's like, what is he going to do now? What can I do to keep him calm? What can I do? So Essentially, that kind of taught me to become this people pleaser and also to be scared. It was very hateful toward me. Um, I was never hit or anything, but emotionally badly abused by him. My mom was kind of the safety zone. She just was calm and sweet and understanding. Um, she is just the most agreeable person and she just goes along with whatever she just wants to be happy and she just wants everyone around her to be happy which I have a lot of her too like I learned that I just want to be happy and not make big deals out of small things you know don't don't make an elephant out of a fly that's her and that was kind of my survival because I had her I also learned even if it's bad right now 
there is always the silver lining. Things will pass and everything will be okay again. And that kind of was, it saved me. I really did have thoughts many times as a kid of like, I just don't want to live anymore. I don't think I can handle the pain anymore. I thought that literally my heart would just break. It felt so hurtful that I thought, I think my heart is physically literally going to break right now. And then everyone's going to see I just died of a broken heart. Luckily, of course, my heart did not break. God watched out for me. Um, and I, I survived all of that. And actually, it made me strong. It made me very, very strong. It also caused me to think about life and to think about a lot of deep things that maybe not all children think about. I think when I was six or seven years old, I really started to think about deep philosophical things. And um, later, you know, when I became maybe like when I was 12, 13, I started actually being interested in reading the philosophers like the Greek philosophers and reading books about natural science, about biology. I was just interested, uh, interested in figuring out like, how does life work? And I think that has been the overarching theme in my life. I just always wanted to figure out how does life work? And it always was so magical to me. It's like things in life, I mean, like animals and bacteria and uh, how nature functions. And like the more I learned about it, the more I was just amazed. It's like, I cannot believe this. I recently learned that um, because I will tell you that later, I became a mom of twins just a few months ago. They're just about nine months old now as I'm speaking. I had no idea, but um, you're, you're like, okay, I'm gonna, this is for the women, but um, I think this is really interesting. So the milk that you produce as a mother changes all the time, depending on how old your baby is and, you know, like how much they need to drink and how much they have been drinking. Um, it changes all the time. But here's the crazy thing. When your baby happens to be sick, with some kind of virus or bacterial infection, the there are actually sensors, there are cell sensors inside of the mother's nipples that kind of understand what the pathogen is. And it sends out messengers into my body as a mother and makes me produce antibodies in the milk. That's just absolutely crazy. That like things like these always tell me that it's just like it's such a piece of art. And there's definitely so much to learn about life and how things work. And I've always been fascinated just to kind of learn things about how does psychology work? How do we as human beings work? How do we function in this world? You know, what, what are we supposed to do and what can we do? What are the possibilities? Well, by now I've learned that there are literally almost un, like just unlimited possibilities and opportunities. So um, let me just tell you a story. What happened after my older daughter was born? I have um, a daughter. She was born in 2012 and back then I was with her dad. We agreed that we wanted to have 
children. However, we never lived together. That's a whole other story that I may talk about at some point. But um, we decided, okay, let's let, let's let's just try it. Mm, I'm just not going to tell you the whole story now. So I became a mom, and uh, I did not live with her dad. He came by sometimes, um, but basically, I raised her as a single mom. Um, basically, it was just always me taking care of everything financially and also time-wise. Like I would do everything. Pretty much 100%. Back then, um, before she was born, I was a very, I would say, a successful performing artist. I, I've studied opera and I was a professional opera singer at some point, but then decided to leave theater life and just do freelancing. And I was very successful doing the freelancing work, plus teaching. And I loved teaching. So I had a lot of gigs. Probably two, three times, sometimes more per week, I had a gig, a performance somewhere. I had to travel all over the place. And I also sang on some cruise ships and saw the entire world that way. A lot of fun. But when my daughter was born, of course, I kind of had to change things. And um, I thought, well, I could still have my students and teach because I can do this at home. And But when my daughter was born, she was like a she had really bad colics and she cried a lot that entire first year. I could not put her down. Like I could literally not lay her down. She would only be calm when she was like right on my body. So I had to carry her all the time. I had all these carriers that I carried her uh, with all the time, but I could not lay her down. As soon as I laid her down, she would cry. Even if I tr start, you know, I tried to be towing away. She would always know that I left her and then she would cry and alarm. So it was just not possible. So what I did, you know, my students kept coming. Um, I think after like she was six weeks old, I started teaching again, but that just did not work. So she was, you know, she kind of interrupted and like she cried and I didn't want to be too loud demonstrating things in front of my students because, you know, it's just not good for her ears. And so I just kept losing students because I said, well, it's not possible and I cannot make the time today. So I fell into this huge financial hole. I just didn't know how to pay my bills anymore. It's like, you know, it's like I was basically left alone with everything. Um, her dad didn't support me financially or even just by coming by and taking care of her for like reliably to where I could actually make appointments and say, okay, at 3 p.m. you're going to be here for a couple hours and I can actually teach. Um, I was just basically all on my own and I had to figure out how to do things. I mean, I had a house back then. I still have the house. And we just kind of tried to see like day by day. The bills kept coming in and I was afraid to go to the mailbox and open bills. It was just because I didn't know where to take the money from. It's like, I don't have it. It just was not there. Then one day something happened that totally changed what I wanted to achieve in the future. So the doorbell rang, I opened up and it was the collection guy. So it wasn't just from a company, it was actually like a government collection guy because I had not paid my health insurance. Here in Germany, it's like a, it's like a government thing, thing you cannot opt out of having health insurance, you have to. And, you know, I had the, like the state kind of, um, uh, health insurance that is, you know, required by everyone, but I 
didn't make the payments. And I, you know, also I didn't sometimes make my house payments, my mortgage payments. I kind of managed to always then fix it by paying after it was late and um, that was okay. But then the collection guy came and wanted several thousand euros for me, like for the health insurance. And I said, I I just don't have the money. And he said, well, like, do you have anything? Like, do you have another account? And I said, no, I have no other account. Well, do you have like anything? I was like, no, I have nothing. The only thing I have, have is my house and a little bit of equity in it. Um, so that was 10 years ago. And he was very nice about it. He was just so nice. And he said, okay, Miss Casey, um, we're gonna try to make like smaller payments and you can make an arrangement, you can pay. And as long as you communicate with us, we'll work with you. So that was quite a traumatic experience with me because, you know, I was always one who's, I was always very responsible, but I just did not have any money. I did not know how to do things. And so that's the day when I decided this is never going to happen to me again. I am not going to rely on anyone helping me financially or in any other way. I mean, I will take help if someone gives me help, but I will not completely rely on that. The only person I can rely on is myself because I can control what I do. I cannot control what anyone else does. And I can't make them do anything. If, like, you know, if they don't want it, then what am I going to do about it? I mean, I whined about it and I griped about it that her dad just didn't support me. But ultimately, it only made things worse. And <laughs> He just didn't, he didn't have any money either. So that's when I decided I'm going to change things in my life. It started out with me watching YouTube videos about organizing my house. I mean, it was a mess. Let me just tell you. I had moved into the house after buying it. And then I think a year or a year and a half later after I bought the house. Yeah, like a year and a half later, my daughter was born. And then there was pregnancy in between. So while I was pregnant, I still did remodeling. Like my house is 100 years old. I did all the remodeling all by myself. I wallpapered while I was pregnant. And I, you know, put laminate flooring in. Even while I was pregnant, I'm quite the handy woman. Um... I did everything in my house here pretty much. But, um, you know, things became really hard. And after she was born, I had zero time to do anything. And it, my house was just a mess. My paperwork was a mess. After moving, I had not organized anything. And so I was just living in this huge, gigantic mess. And that's the first thing I wanted to change that I like, I wanted to have the feeling like I have some control over like, just any little part of my life. And, um, organizing just gave me a lot of peace. It just gave me this thing like I, I can do something, I can organize something and be good at something. So I started organizing. Um, and apart from that, I started just asking for help and making plans. And I started reading books. Now, of course, I didn't have time to actually sit down and read books. But I started just listening to a bunch of audible books. I got the audible app and I started listening like crazy. So on the audible app, it's, um, I think in the States, it's like $14.95 or something like that per book or per month. You get one book for free for those $14.95. And then every other book that you get in addition to that is 
the same amount, you know, for each book. Here in Germany, it's nine euros and 95, I think. So that's something I started investing in. And I listened to so many books. And the books were about finances and um, self-development. I read books about, or I listened, I should say, I listened to books about biology, about all the things that interested me, um, about parenting, when there was anything that came up that I thought I really need some help. I just listened to all the books I could find on the pot topic. Um, and I've always done it this way. Um, until now, when I want to do something or I want to learn something, I go all in, I dive deep, and I want to learn everything that there is about it. Um, I'm a techie. So even before all of that, even when I was in college, when making websites was something that not everyone knew how to do, but it was a bunch of HTML. And back then there was this really fancy thing called, uh, what is it? I, I used a program called Swish, but it was all animated. And uh, Flash, yes, Flash, it was animated. And I wanted to have an animated website. I thought I'm a singer, I need to have a really cool website that reflects artistry. So I made my website and it was really cool. Other people's other people that I went to college with saw that and they wanted me to make their website. So I started making a bunch of websites and they paid me for it. So I was always really good at when I want to know how to do something because I really want to do it. I just dive deep. I like I went into the, all the forums and asked all the questions until I knew how to do it. And um, now nowadays I just read all the books. And uh, here is what happened as I was listening to all those books. I think I need to take a look into my Audible app, how many books I actually have now. I've been listening to books for the past probably seven years. I probably have around 500 books in there that I listened to. And they're not all just self-development. They're all kinds of different books. You know, some are about philosophy. Some are about biology. And I'm very... One of my passions is also learning about health and the human body and how to optimize my health, how things work. Very passionate about that. And so, you know, because I want to live a healthy lifestyle. And I can only tell you that this has put me on an entirely different trajectory than I have ever been in my life. I have turned 180 degrees and I will tell you more about all of the things that I started doing to make my life better, to never be in this situation again, to where I'm in this really desperate, um, you know, def desperate place, financially, especially. And I wanted to change my outlook. I want, I'm naturally a happy person because kind of that's what I learned as a kid. Everything will be okay. And when I fail or when something is really, really bad in my life, that moment when I'm at my lowest, that's when I know it's like, okay, this will pass. And tomorrow I'm going to start making plans to make this all better. And that excites me. You know, when I fail, it's only one more chance to start over, to start fresh or, you know, to continue on and to do things differently so that I can make it better. And I think that's actually quite exciting. Just not, there's not any end goal that I have. The goal is just 
the path that I'm on and to have fun and to grow. And now I'm at a point to where I've learned so much. I want to share all of the things that I've learned and done to make my love better um, so that I can inspire you. I want to inspire you to make your life better. If there's anything you've ever dreamed of, why should it not be possible? My dad taught me, you can do anything you want to do. There's no limits. And um, he kind of was held back. You know, he, he didn't care what anybody thought or, or, or said. When he wanted to do something, he just did it. It didn't matter how crazy it was. He just did it. He did something crazy like um, taking just a little boat, a rowing boat, and going all the way from Germany, from this river called the Danube, all the way um, to the Black Sea, all by himself. Um, the newspaper documented it and he was he became famous for it. So he did crazy things. He just took the little Volkswagen bully bus and, you know, the van and he drove down to Morocco. Like he just got up one morning and said, like, today I'm going to drive to Morocco. And, um, you know, my mom was like, oh, really? But I mean, she just let him do whatever he wanted to do. And I'm kind of like that, you know, I get up in the morning sometimes and I have this crazy audacious idea and I'm like, I tell myself, why not? What speaks against it? Because people say you can't. And there are many, many examples that I'm going to share with you of a lot of things that I did that a lot of people would have said, you cannot do that. It's not possible. No way. But I did them anyway because I wanted to do them and it turned out everything was perfect. It was okay. Um, among which, you know, one of the things that I did was just having my twin babies at home. I had my daughter at home. I wanted to have a home birth. And then when I was pregnant with twins, everyone said, oh, but you're definitely going to have to go to the hospital. What if you need like an emergency C-section? Now, let me just tell you, I don't make uninformed decisions. I don't just make stupid decisions. When I make a decision that, you know, like something important and definitely giving birth is extremely important, um, I wanted nothing more than my babies to be safe and me to be safe and everyone to be healthy. That was number one goal. But the more I read, I read probably 20 books about natural pregnancy, natural birth, and also the conventional books about giving birth all the different perspectives and I read a lot of articles and studies, scientific studies on Google Scholar, I made a very informed decision. And at any point, had there been any signs of something being not okay with the babies or any doubt that this might be okay at home or like maybe the babies need help after birth, I would have been the first to say, I will te definitely go into the hospital and, you know, if I need to, I need, I'm going to have a C-section, no questions asked, if that is truly necessary. Um, usually it is not truly necessarily uh, necessary. And a lot of things that happen in childbirth are most of the time not necessary. I mean, I ask myself, uh, with all I know about biology and how human bodies work, um, we were made so amazingly perfect if we let our bodies operate and give our bodies what they need it's everything is great and giving birth is just a very natural thing so I read all the books and I did all the things to 
you know, to make it really likely that the outcome will be positive. I mean, they're not, I cannot control everything, but everything that I did have control over, I tried to do the best thing I could do. And it turned out everything was fine. And so I gave birth to my twin babies. And the day after I gave birth, that was so empowering. I cannot tell you how strong I felt. I told myself, I just did that. I just had two babies all by myself, no medications, no help. Um, yes, I did have a midwife, but she basically didn't do anything. She just took care of the baby after the baby was born. Um, it was just amazing. And, you know, there's nothing that you cannot do. If it's humanly possible and if it's physically, if it's not against, the, you know, the law of physics, why not? Why not? I just ask myself, why not? And if the question is, well, because of what people think or, oh, because no one does that, that is not a good reason. Because I guess I'm a really good example for doing unconventional things. I just have this unconventional life. I don't, I just don't do things like most people do. And I haven't had, my life has not been like most people's life has been. And um, I literally have so much in common with so many people because there's so much I have done in my past to where I will always find something that I have in common because I'm, I'm versatile and I'm interested in many, many things and I've done a lot of things. I've tried a lot of things. And um, I really, really want to share the positive outlook on life and above all, the mindset that I, I'm still working on it. I can't say that I acquired a mindset, but the mindset that I continually work on in order to overcome obstacles and standing in my own way. That's like, that's the biggest thing. The biggest obstacle is my mindset. If you don't believe me, hang around and listen to all the future episodes and I will show you over and over again in examples how the mindset is the decisive factor not outside circumstances most of the time so what can you expect on this podcast here's what I really want to do now I will share a lot of my stories I also want to inspire you but I also want to share all the goals that I still have, all the dreams that I still have. And I want to be very specific and share with you, you know, even financially, how things are going and how I am going to get to where I want to be fulfilling my dreams. Um, in the next episode, I will share my 50, my 50 things that I want in my life. Mm. You need to make a list. <laughs> it was really hard to sit down and find 50 things that I want. Uh, now, 10 thing, totally easy. 10 things, easy, easy, easy. 20 things, mm, that's still quite easy. Now, getting to 30, that was already getting hard. We think like, oh, yes, I want a lot of things. But like after 30, it was really hard. It's like, what else do I want even? Well, I came up with 50 things that I want. Now, of course, there are some really big goals and there are some really small things that I want. And the small things probably are going to be here really soon, whereas some of the bigger ones, 
it might take more time, but I've identified my top, you know, I, right now I'm really working mainly on the top two and I want to share those next time and I want to share with you what I do and then I'll just want to give you updates um, and I want you to be inspired and to listen to all of this and just to realize that you can do anything and I will show you that you can. Um, I'm making myself really vulnerable by sharing all the stuff that I'm going to share with you. It's very personal. And also, you know, if I fail, I'm going to fail publicly. So it's also a way for me to be accountable to someone to where I can say like, this is what I wanted to do. Did I achieve it or not? And how am I going to get there? It's going to get give me another kick in the booty. And also, it's going to push me a little bit more to be, you know, to be just the best I can be. Let me just tell you that I'm not doing this on my own. Now, I am still, I don't have a partner at this time. Um, it's me and my three children, my 10-year-old daughter and my almost nine month, months, oh, month old uh, twins at this point. And um, however, I have invested in being surrounded with people who kind of pull me up. You don't want people around you who pull you down, but some that pull you up. So I have invested in mastermind groups. I have invested in coaches because I want to be better. Not only in my musical career, but also in my personal growth. And I can only tell you that being in a mastermind, and I will definitely talk more about this in future episodes, being in a mastermind group has been life-changing. And I've been in several different ones. And it's just the power of like combining brains and brainstorming together and tapping into the experience of other people. It's so powerful. You will never get that far if you just do everything on your own. I have also invested in coaches. Yes, that costs a lot of money. But here's the thing. Oh my goodness. You get that money back many, 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 many fold. And I always think the instead of buying stuff, I'm quite the minimalist when it comes to stuff because I don't need stuff. My wardrobe is extremely basic and even in the house, like I, I'm, I don't have fancy stuff. I don't buy expensive stuff. Very minimalist. Um, I'm basically, I call myself an essentialist because I really think about, do I really need this in my life? Because more clutter just means more distraction. And I'd rather keep things simple. Um, but having a coach really has helped my growth so much. And the truth is, investing in myself is the best thing. It's very sustainable because no one can ever take it away from me. It lasts a lifetime. What better? What, what better could you do with your money than invest in yourself? It's like, you know, I tell my daughter, instead of buying stuff, let me give you an experience for your birthday or for Christmas. Like we will actually go somewhere together, make a trip or a vacation or... We will do something really cool together. 
let's spend the money on that because that memory is never going to go away and it's going to be part of who you are in the future instead of just buying a thing that next year you don't even remember that you even you know what what did you get for your birthday last year do you know do you know what you had like 13 years ago what what did you get for your birthday but i bet you remember if you did something really special with your mom or dad or grandma when you were a child that you remember right and that's what matters the most the experiences we have the people we spend time with and if you surround yourself with people who are positive who also I call them high achievers, but I don't like, I actually don't even like that word. It's like, what, what is achieving, you know, I don't know what an achievement is worth. It's, it's really about truly being who you are so that you can fully be happy and share yourself with others. And I think that is so valuable. Most people in this world go to work every single day because they need to make money and because they need to pay the bills, put the food on the table, uh, take care of their families. They go home, they leave work behind, and then they spend time with their families. But they would rather spend the entire day with their family, do something really enjoyable. I don't know, whatever hobby they have. <laughs> Everyone has a passion. And what if you could just make money with it also? I mean, that would be cool, right? Well, basically, that's what I'm doing. And I want to share with you how I got where I am now. But I'm not even where I want to be completely yet. I strongly believe that we are made in God's image. And God, did he stop creating human beings when Adam and Eve were created? No, he just continues to create new human beings all the time because everyone is unique and it's exciting every time if you have children you know what I'm talking about you see that baby for the first time or you even find out that you're pregnant that you're expecting a baby and it's just like so magical the new and it's it's just you your life changes every single time and like you see this new human being and it's it's crazy it's just like this experience of seeing it it's and, and and touching and kissing and feeling it and smelling it no words could describe it and i feel as human beings we are made like god god didn't just create everything after seven days and say okay that's it now i'm not gonna do anything else i'm happy that's it well he might have been happy with what he created but he wanted to create it more and more and more and that's how I feel. I'm not finished. I'm happy with what I've created so far and where I am in life. But it's like my natural tendency. I need another project. I want to do something else. And I want to do something even better. And like something else really cool. Uh, it energizes me. And so just like God didn't finish after seven days. Um, he just kept creating every single day. There, there are new things in this world. He creates and... The planet changes all the time. I feel like we are born like that. We need that excitement of change. We also need what we're used to and something reliable. Um, but while we have that and while we're happy with what we have, we are still 
always on the lookout for like, mm, what else can I do? What else can I create? Can I make it even better? Can I make something really cool? And I feel like I always need a project. That's kind of my thing. I always like when there's something challenging and I've achieved it and it's done, I feel like, okay, now I need to make a new plan. Um, I need that challenge. It energizes me. It gives me life. It makes me happy. It's who I am. It's if I, you know, really, I sit around for one day. Sometimes I'm like, especially now, you know, I have small babies. I'm craving nothing more than like having one day to myself and having like one night sleep uninterrupted. That would be amazing. But you know what? If I had it, I know it would be too, it, it would not be like, okay, this is it now. I want this forever. It would be okay for a day or maybe two. But I know for a fact that after a couple of days, I would be like, oh, but now I need a new project. What else can I do? <laughs> and this is, you know, my babies are now almost nine months old. And now I felt such an urge to like, I like I have had so much in my mind that I wanted to do. And one of the things was creating this podcast format so I can share all those things that I'm passionate about with the world and inspire others. So I'm hoping that you will definitely subscribe to this podcast right now. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And um, I have one really crazy thing that I want to share with you. If you want to, if you know me from my singing channel, or if you are new here, even um, if you want to tap into a lifetime of my experience, a lifetime of my learning, a lifetime of me leveling up and bettering myself I have this really crazy thing I want you to consider spending an entire day with me you can go to the website um, findyourvoice.tv and then day with Freya um, after the slash so findyourvoice.tv find your voice in one word slash day with Freya and my name is f-r-e-y-a day with Freya you can spend the entire day with me and I will be your coach. I will pick, I, I will nudge you. I will ask you questions that might be uncomfortable, but that I want to get you out of your comfort zone. And I want you to dream big and I want you to be inspired to also just want to achieve all the crazy stuff. It's not crazy. You are made like God has made you. And that's not a mistake. You are not a mistake what your desires are, your heart's desires, they're there for a purpose. And I want you to fulfill your full potential. And that will only happen if you follow your heart's desires. So go to the page and you can find out more about spending an entire day with me. And uh, I would love to meet you. <laughs> it's an investment in yourself. Now, I wish you an awesome day. Think about how you can, how can you change to where you actually pursue and you allow yourself to pursue the things you truly desire. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you next time or talk to you next time rather. Bye-bye.